and welcome to Off the Record with Rachel and Josie. In this podcast, we highlight an album and its songs that you don't hear on the radio or any other grouping of songs. So many musicians put their heart and soul into the entire album, but the general public doesn't hear many of those songs. But these aren't just the songs that weren't released as singles. These are songs from musicals, the official score to movies, truly any song that you would have to search for to listen to. And in this episode, we really highlight that as our album is not a pop album, nor is it a rock album. It's not even an album at all. Instead, it's choral and instrumental works that Josie and I have performed in the past. So the song that I have chosen for my choral piece, so I was involved in choir throughout high school. I am unfortunately no longer involved due to time restraints, but I am still involved in band and we'll get to that later. But the song that I chose as the most meaningful choir song that I sang in high school is Flanders Fields by Paul Aitken. Give it a listen. Alright, I hope you enjoyed listening to Flanders Fields. I chose that song as it was really one of the most beautiful songs that we sang in my high school choir just due to the arrangement was super pretty it had some gorgeous harmonies in it which i really enjoyed and then the deeper meaning is that it's actually based on a poem written by a poet during world war one so if you're not familiar flanders fields is um they grew pop there was a Poppies is a common symbol of World War One because there were fields of poppies that grew, so it was just a really important symbol, and I just, it was really impactful learning the history behind the poem and getting to sing this beautiful piece. All right, and we are back to one of my songs. Um, so the song is The Trill Dove by Rafe Vaughn Williams. Um, I sang it during my uh, sophomore year of high school in my women's choir, so the arrangement that you're about to hear um, is a mixed choir. I hope that you enjoy as well. So that was The Turtle Dove by Rayfon Williams, and I think something that I really enjoyed about this song is just the fact that it's a song about grieving and grief in general. I feel like I really didn't get to sing sad songs like that throughout my high school career, and just the different harmonies between the, um, women and men um, and then in my case, it was between the soprano ones and the uh, altos. But it was just this feeling of knowing, like, how we were singing this and what it really meant to us, even though we didn't end up being able to perform it for a large audience and we ended up uh, cutting it from our set list. I still hold such strong memories of learning the song and be, as a soprano too, like, learning those harmonies and just really really loving the meaning behind the song because of how much love there was that it felt had been poured into mm -hmm. that song. Yeah, I've played a couple of Vaughn Williams pieces on the band side, actually. Um, Alright, my next pick is October by Eric Whitaker. The song comes in both band and choral versions, though the choral version is titled Alleluia, but you are about to hear the band version, which is the version that I got to play my senior year of high school. Alright, well I hope you enjoyed October by Eric Whitaker as much as I do. Eric Whitaker has always been one of my favorite composers. I think he's, personally, I think he's one of the most genius composers for both band and choral music in the modern day. His harmonies are just so unique. His pieces are challenging. If you listen to any of his other pieces, including this one, there are just so many tight harmonies. It's so important to make sure that those are in tune, and I just remember it being one of the first truly difficult pieces that I played in high school 
So I think I just hold such strong memories of accomplishing playing the super hard piece and it sounding really good. And I just remember feeling such a sense of pride playing that piece. It's so interesting being able to have such strong connections mm -hmm. to those pieces because there's obviously the sense of the importance of the piece itself, yeah. but there's also just the nostalgic impact on the mm -hmm. performers for it. Um, and then the last song that I will be sharing as part of one of my performances is Esto Lestigo, uh, which is a Spanish song uh, written by Kinley Lang. And that was Esto Lestigo. So something that really meant a lot to me with this song was the fact that it was like a complicated acapella piece that I sang my senior year of high school. But just the fact that it was in a different language, but it wasn't Latin, which is what you typically mm. see in a lot oh, yeah. of choral competitions is like, it's always Latin. It's always, <laughs> it's Latin. always Latin. And while Latin is awesome and a lot of those songs have such value, like just the fact that we were able to sing this song in Spanish and it also helped that I had a bit of a background in Spanish so I knew how to speak the language which was also easier than Latin but there's just still these strong themes of like religiosity and of course but just this strong sense of like knowing where you're going at with this song and at the very end you have the uh, soprano with her high notes and it was just like remembering that song and listening to it every now and again, I just get those same feelings that I can hear. Even though I'm listening to a different choir, I can still hear, um, like my best friend who had that uh, soprano solo, I can hear her like in the back of my head and I just really love that. My last choice for this podcast is a song by Gustav Holst, which is the fourth movement of his second suite in F major, which is titled Fantasy on the Dargazon. So this is a piece that I've gotten to play here in college. Uh, I am fortunate enough to be on a music scholarship, so I am able to continue my music career in the Wind Symphony. Alright, I hope you enjoyed that piece as much as I do. So this piece is really important to me because it was one of the pieces that I got to play on my first concert here at Drake in the Wind Symphony. Um, so that was really a special moment for me because it was something that I've worked towards for so many years to be able to be at the level of the Wind Symphony. And I chose this particular movement just because it, the flutes have the melody, so <laughs> that's always really fun for us, even though we kind of have the melody a lot. But this one is just particularly fun. So I just really like this piece. It's super beautiful. Holst always, like Eric Whitaker, Holst is an absolute genius. He's influenced so many different pieces. I mean, if you listen to the Planet Suite, it's basically Star Wars. Like, <laughs> but so that piece has just re been really important to me, and I love Holst as a composer. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to Off the Record, the podcast. Um, as we said earlier, this is our episode talking about the songs that we've been able to perform in the past. This is more of a sentimental episode, um, but our other episodes are all more focused on specific artists and their albums. So check out our other episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.